Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to On Point. This episode, I sit down with Wes from the Bro Crew and Sage Davis from Chasing Moby. This is right after the uh, tag results came out for Oregon, the draw results. And so we're all talking to each other about how good or bad we did in the, in the draw. And then also we uh, discuss some projects that we have coming up. And one that I'm really excited about that I get to work on the uh, Bro Guys with, which is the Broadhead testing for 2019 and uh, really excited about this test and they were nice enough to let me invite myself along for that test. So we're gonna be doing another collaboration and uh, I'll, I'll let the episode do the talking on that one, but I'm really pumped about this. And the uh, one more announcement real quick uh, for the Broadhead Day 6 giveaway. Uh, the winner was Johnny Love 2019. And uh, you need to get a hold of me, Johnny Love 2019, on Instagram and let me know where we need to send those heads. And then I'll get you over to talk to Brian and uh, you guys can work out the details there. But you got two packs of broadheads coming your way, man. And I uh, really appreciate you participating in that. And everybody else who left a review and became eligible to win, thanks for making that contest a huge success. So outside of that, appreciate everybody listening and uh, enjoy this episode. It's a fun one. All right, boys. And we are now recording, but we only have three hours and 35 minutes worth of recording time, so... I can, I can shorten my notes, I guess. Okay. We're going to have to. <laughs> I can... Yeah. I was going to say, I got at least six hours of me. <laughs> that's true. You know what? I don't doubt that. That's that's a that's a real assessment. As long as we keep the crews coming, we're good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With intermediate potty breaks. <laughs> got to make sure the uh, phone's on silent here. Oh, oh, yeah. Maybe we should do that. No noob mistakes. Don't have time for those. Not with uh, the high-level guests we have on today. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you were just on the podcast, and Wes yes. was, and your episode did rather well. People really like hearing about you or from you. <laughs> That's weird because <laughs> the stuff talked about in that podcast, there was some, I actually re-listened to it to make sure I wasn't too weird or mm -hmm. anything, but it was, it was a good podcast. It was a good episode. Yeah. I don't... Uh, you gotten any comments about uh my brother my, called my me story. and said if that guy needs to go fishing you call me fishing yeah my brother okay. wants to take you still at fishing or something oh cool so, his brother know. his brother didn't call and say you want to take me fishing so. yeah it's because you're cursed <laughs> i just mean that is true i am cursed i still yet you know if you want to if you want to really test your steelhead fishing skills or guiding skills, mm -hmm. just take me along, man. Tell you what. We'll have to set up a day where he takes you two out or something um no cameras no nothing and just Try and put one in the boat. Oh, I could probably catch one if there's no camera. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's, <laughs> it'll happen the if there's no camera. <laughs> yeah, right, I promise. But then there's no proof. Yeah, it didn't happen if there's no <laughs> camera. That's the thing. That's that is the truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna cover uh, one thing. I wanted to cover was draw. Let's do it because the Oregon draw came out. Yeah. So uh, I can I can sum it up in like one sentence. I didn't draw anything. Oh uh, no, I, I drew a late oh, season bow tag. <laughs> And earlier in the year, I was successful with spraying bear, and I'm only pointing that out because uh, some of us were not. Ooh, wow! <laughs> well, and that's man, be that's because I some thought of I was going to get lucky. I thought I was going to get lucky. <laughs> some of us had, uh, I thought I could get a point and a tag, and so that was my strategy. I was going for yeah. gold, man. You know what's funny though? Basically, <laughs> everyone I know that tried that, besides you, got it, nailed it, and they got their point and they kept their and they got their tag and everything and then you know what i think happened i think you told those people about this plan of yours and they undercut you yeah we had a conversation in washington <laughs> about this mm. at a podcast remember 
you and Mountain Minded and Elliot and everyone was there. And oh, we had yes. a round stage discussion yes. about we did. getting a point People and drawing. Were and so that was my strategy from did the jump. Yourself. And mm. nonetheless, didn't get it. But for the better of the hunting community, though. For the better of the hunting community, I feel yeah. like a lot of people actually it took advantage of what my theory was on that. Yeah. And I I, <laughs> so if anybody, I didn't draw, obviously, but... <laughs> if anybody out there would like to say thank you to Wesley for his <laughs> genius idea, yeah. now's the time, obviously. Yeah. I appreciate it. Good. I'm yeah. glad you appreciate it. I didn't it. use it because I went first choice. Yeah, me too. But yeah. I do appreciate the strategy. Yeah, I guess... Because that was just one less guy that was going to take away from my chances of getting it. That's true. It was one. And everybody that followed your advice. That's true. One way or another, it helped you out. (laughs) You know, it's funny, though. There were people that did that that never went spring bear hunting. And I'm like, wait a second. Put in for first choice Mm. for the tag you want. Don't get it. Second choice, draw a spring bear tag, a southwest tag. And then you still don't go bear hunting. So you just tied up. You, like, you're, you're just tying tags up Wait, now. wait, wait. Wasn't part of the reason we went to a draw is to get participation exactly. up? Exactly. And yeah. did I call that not happening? I I don't know. Did it happen, though? I, I will know. argue we that. We will find out. Yes. That's true. I am really, out. really actually looking forward to that data because I want I Same want here. to see. I saw more people in the woods this spring bear season than I've ever seen I saw in the my fewest. Life. Whoa. But I, I was hunting. Hunt you hunt. I was hunting <laughs> way in the annals of a certain mm. unit, and I was hunting way, way in there. I hunted. I mean, you know that song. That's like I, ten I've been people everywhere. All year. I've been everywhere. Yeah, that was me <laughs> bear hunting, literally, like really? just everywhere. I've been everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah. yeah, I can't find a bear, man. I can't yeah. find a bear. <laughs> that was me. Yeah, we're gonna have to make a parody video for that. Oh, it's coming. It's, it's coming out on a t-shirt for so, sure. <laughs> what was your initial thoughts of the Oregon draw this year? I mean, what like as a majority, what did you see people? Talking about saying... Dude, people like, that... Okay, rabbit ears had enough points and didn't draw. And then um, guys that have drawn a tag and then their account shows negative three points. Yeah, yeah. Saw that. Yeah. Saw that. You got to be freaking kidding me. <laughs> There's some funky stuff going yeah, on. Uh, Evan... Um, Brent Brennick? Yeah. F- yeah. Uh, he making tracks. He had a good year drawing tags. Yeah. But, we, but now he's going to have to wait three years just to become even. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he posted his negative three. He's like, uh, what is this? My thing is that, like, Oregon made uh, this app. Okay. And the state of Oregon specifically has never pr- done very well at producing pages, apps, systems, yeah. anything. Did, did and the- I think we saw it was a wreck. I, I was trying to get my... my I was trying to figure out for three hours. I literally was there for three hours, and it was saying an unknown error, unknown error. So I got my wife's phone out, and I was double dipping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just hopped on my computer. We crashed the system. And it just went straight through. My app wasn't working, but the computer, like the website itself was working fine. Must have been closer to the server. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) I have no idea. Well, I uh, I must have friends in uh, ODFW because I... Uh, very high places. Yeah, I drew the 100% tag. Well, did you email them or message them? <laughs> no, <and> so I <laughs> added them on Instagram. I said, at my ODFW, I'm trying to get some tag results. And they messaged me back and said, you and everyone else, it should be out July 20th. And the suckers lied to me. Yeah. And it came out that day. At like 7 p.m., 6.30? Late. Yeah, it was late. It was yeah. like, it had to be been... June 20th? No, they said July. They said 20th? no. I'm sorry. They said June 20th. Oh, okay. Mm. I'm sorry. Oh, whoa, whoa. They said June Satan's 20th. On top of you. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I appreciate I'm, that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> no, they said. I, I got you, bro. That's what they said. And it came out, like, late. It, man, I want to say, like, 645-ish, at least. Yeah. And then, but I could, I didn't even get in until 839, like. Somebody tagged you in that meme I made, and I thought, I laughed. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was I don't know who that was, but they were they said that I didn't get any tags because I trolled them, and I I wasn't even trolling them. I was just like, hey, that's pretty funny. Though. ODFW, I'm trying to get some tags. Like, let's get some results out. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, Nothing. so you didn't want excuses. You wanted results. Yes, okay. I wanted results. I'm a <laughs> well, results kind of guy. Did you guys actually do the seed thing I talked about that I uploaded? Seed Finding thing. your seed number, comparing that to the. Oh, he asked me what I put in for, and I had no idea. <laughs> that's how. So I knew I wasn't going to draw anything right off the bat. Unless I got super lucky. So I knew I didn't draw my big horn, my, my Rocky, Mountain Goat, and all that stuff before the driving came out. Because I was so far from the number. Like it, Everybody else would have had to be way worse than me to get it. So I wasn't surprised when I didn't draw anything. Because I'd already softened the blow. Mm. I did not do that. Mm. I don't even know what the freak See, about. Getting, <laughs> getting tags to me is a lot like a tax return. Like, yeah, you know you're going to do taxes. Like, you know you're going to put in for tags. But, like, that one time I thought I was going to get a bunch back from taxes. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was just banking on it. And I already had it all spent. You owe and then in your head? And, yeah. And then tax season comes around. And you're just like, yes, yes, yes. And then you owe money. <laughs> I got such a bad spanking, like just mental spanking from that. I do the same thing with tags. I'm like, yep, I'm going to put in for them. And probably not going to get them. If I do, it'll be awesome. But I'm not going to start pushing numbers around and try to calculate my – because that's basically what I did with taxes, and it didn't work. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what, like people don't, what people don't also calculate is I've heard a lot of people talking about how the draw doesn't work, the draw doesn't work. Well, maybe the draw doesn't work, but also there's a lot of things that people are and aren't calculating that do and do not actually have effect on the draw. What the draw doesn't calculate is every single person in the world, or not in the world, well, in the lower four, yeah, in the world, every single person in the world is trying to come hunt Oregon that has point savers and that never apply. In the world, I like that. I like yeah. that we stuck in the with. World. I like that Abroad. we stuck yeah, with because in the someone, world. <laughs> someone in another country could obviously try and come hunt Absolutely, Oregon if they yeah. wanted to. All of them, yeah. but minus California. <laughs> yes, stay out. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. They can't go all the time. <laughs> yeah, they do. Anyway, Sorry. but there is no calculation of any of the people with points that can just decide to apply for a yeah, unit, exactly. right? So there's like some people out there that I are banking. Yes, that I didn't have my antelope tag. Well, that's why the hundred percent thing doesn't work. Exactly. Right. So yep. there's there could have been I don't know I don't know how many tags there were eighty tags eighty antelope tags. Well, twenty people. Have been saving points. They have been saving points that decided, oh, I can hundred for sure hundred percent draw that. I'm gonna dump all my points so I can for sure go antelope hunting this year. I'm gonna apply for the, one of the lower units, which I'm trying to draw, mm-hmm. and they're gonna draw it. So that's why it doesn't work all the time, and it's not right. going to work. And it's, it's just not a variable, an un, an un. It's an unknown number. variable. Yeah, it's unknown. Yes. Yeah. And it's not Go Hunt's fault. It's not Orc State of Orc ODFW's fault. It's no one's fault. It's just that's just how it's the it's, system. It's the system. Yeah. Yes. Well, you're you're getting to the point where bottlenecks are starting to get worse and worse and worse because you have a lot of guys that have twenty twenty two points that aren't putting in for tags. They're 
Banking. Yeah. Yep. And doing what you're talking about. And then you have a lot of guys that put in with parties and some, some guys aren't sure how many points they have. They think they have four. They tell your buddy, Oh yeah, I got four. Well, it takes four to draw. I got four. Well, shit. Actually I had two. Sorry, dude. We didn't draw. I'm not going to tell you so I don't piss you off. Right. So that goes on too. I know for sure. Cause I've been that guy and I, for, I thought I had more points than I did. And so we Oof. had to add one extra guy because luckily I figured it out before the draw. Mm. So we had to add my buddy in, um, and luckily we all we all drew. So I didn't get gang beat. But what's that feel like drawing uh, a tag? It's nice? it's pretty good no feeling. Yes, I drew yeah. my second choice tag this year. It's so like riding a unicorn. I would I'm gonna kill a monster. I drew a local <laughs> doe spike tag. Wait 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 wait! <laughs> I got one of those. You're so cool. Yeah. We cool. should try to do that with a trad bow. I thought about it, but my son's going to be nine, mm. and he's going to be able to do the mentor use tag. Oh, that'll be good. So if you and I can get a spot here, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can I can get some deer coming into some bait, and I've got a controlled yeah. environment, yeah, mm. I might use the old stick and string. Let's do. It. I will uh, film that. In, in, uh we were we were, we were talking Easter eggs earlier on Onyx that we found, and uh, we can get it done. We'll get you an opportunity. I think so. I feel pretty confident, even with the so stick too. bow. I love the co- the confidence in this room right now. It's just it's unbearable. You know, but <laughs> my I think I'm going to do a rifle deer hunt this year. Rifle deer tag with with you. Yeah. Are you OTC? OTC, yes, OTC. Yeah, man. And I think if I do that, I'm going to have a Lapua in one hand mm-hmm. in case I see a deer a long ways away, mm-hmm. and a recurve in the other. That's Those kind of contradict each other. That's what I do. But I feel like that's going to be that's that's not contradict. That's both ends of the spectrum. That's all. Yeah, that's that's an equal opportunity hunter right there. That's, that's what it right. is. Yeah, Kim what drew an it's antelope like 50 tag. yards though. You're like, I don't know. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna let, let the lapua eat? Is that what you're gonna I, do? That's when you bring out the compound bow. <laughs> yeah, out of the make, back pocket. Yeah, make, yeah, make room yeah. on the old uh, XO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Kim drew an antelope tag, which she by no means earned the hard way. Hmm. And so when I texted her, I'm like, you drew a bleep, 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 antelope tag. And she's like, oh, is that good? I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> like, you got pretty lucky. Your yeah. odds were like .05. I don't even think Gosh. I put in for a point. Really? Well, like, you can go to Wyoming and just buy. You can go to, like, we went to okay. uh, Nebraska, and you buy them over the counter in Nebraska. Like, it's it's really yes. hard to want to just throw money at Oregon's well here's my antelope. antelope tag strategy get the easiest tags you can because even with a 13 year tag or a 16 year tag you're still gonna probably probably going to kill a 13 to 15 inch goat so mm-hmm. even with a lower end tag you're probably going to kill a 13 to 14 inch goat so you're waiting one inch you're waiting one inch for over a decade I'm like okay Oregon's not known for its antelope hunt so you might as well no. just go when you can I'm a hundred percent agreeing with you yeah mm-hmm. and you have how many points I had nine <laughs> applied with 85% quote-unquote percent draw, yeah, didn't get it. So now you're like in but that no man zone. No so love. what do you do? I'm going to apply for the same unit mm. just because I have... Now you have 200% chance to get it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, they owe me. You owe me. Yes, no. Just because like I've been there <laughs> once in my life and I'd seen antelope there, so I know, oh, okay, there are antelope <laughs> here. Like that's, and I don't give a crap if it's a 13 no. or an 11. I'm looking for a legal... Right. Antelope with uh, Dude, with with horns. That looks cool. Thirteen years. They're for horns, that. right? They're not antlers. Yeah, with I hunted horns. my ass off. I passed up bigger bucks than him because that's not a, you know that's not even a big buck. That's thirteen and a quarter. That's not okay. Hunted my ass off for it, and I passed up 14, 14 and a half. You know what him. that looks like to me? 
a shooter. That looks like a legal antelope. It is very legal. Now I'm gonna. It looks tasty. I don't even know what a non-legal buck looks like. Uh, well, maybe we should work that out. Probably, first. A, probably <laughs> a doe. <laughs> before, we, before we go out, antelope, honey. Well, what the bad news is, that some of the does grow horns. So, what? There's that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, like I said, there's no chance of me being out there because I didn't put in for points. So, everybody's safe. You have zero antelope points. I don't. I might have a couple of antelope points. I don't. I'm that dude. I'm a. I hunt. Over the counter tag, like I, I, I didn't even start putting in for points until three years ago. I'll tell That's you, how this is what I'll say. Just go to Gerber Reservoir. You're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tried that one. What I have found out about Sage Davis but... is he hunts enough. He doesn't need to draw <laughs> special tags. He hunted. You put three thousand miles. Yeah. On one vehicle. That was just the one, and it blew up halfway through, and I had to rebuild it. Moby. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it blew up. I fixed it. That's good now. But yeah, I drove you put three thousand miles on this bear season. Yeah, In bear season. Yeah, I thought I drove a lot. I drove like fifteen hundred, and I thought that was a shit ton. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. you think I spent the whole time driving, but I, I actually I didn't. I I hunted a lot too. I've had to hit the gym after all that driving. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. That took two months off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm back at it now though, and I'm sore as shit. <laughs> So yeah, I don't I don't do a whole lot of, I mean like I would love to draw a tag, but you only know what you know. Like yeah, I I venture out you know slowly incrementally. Like I've been to Idaho, uh, I've been mm-hmm. to Nebraska. You know I've done a little bit of wilderness hunting here and there, but a lot of these tags now, especially in Oregon, they take so many points to get. And the good thing about where I hunt is I can get there and I can scout it and I can, you know, I can put the time in. Whereas a lot of these units say it takes, I don't know, six points or whatever to draw, which I don't even know if they're, are there, what bull tag. Six points? Six points yeah. will get you a decent bull tag. Yeah, six okay. points gets you a decent tag. Okay. <clears throat> so, like, say, you know, six years deep to get this tag and it's halfway across the state to get there. Yeah. And, you know, you're confined to that one unit because left, right, up, and down from there you know, is units that you can't hunt that aren't, you know, covered in that general season. Whereas if you are hunting general season, a lot of the, you know, units touch each other and you can hop all around. You can go, <laughs> you know, northeastern Oregon or southwestern Oregon and you yeah. can do all sorts of stuff and you don't have that weight of six years on right. your shoulders keeping you in that one spot, you know. That's very true. Well, here, so, I'm going to point out something. You're shooting bulls that I would shoot with a 15 to 20-year tag. So... I almost don't feel bad for you. Shooting sounds great. Shot. Have shot is probably more Two realistic. stellar bulls that I yeah. would shoot with a Mount Emily tag. <laughs> yeah. No, I would have too. <laughs> but uh, let me ask you a question. Have you ever passed up a bull? No. Okay, good. I was just I was just asking. <laughs> no. Does, does it seem like that? No. Oh, I was good. just asking when you have two giants on your wall. Yeah. You know what? I just don't know how much of a trophy hunter you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually get that from people like, oh, you wouldn't have shot this. I'm like, <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> yes, I I definitely would. I would hang my tag on the first legal bull that walks by every time. You know, and like I'm not I'm not the I'm not very experienced in elk hunting. I've only been elk hunting for shoot i don't know i mean a lot of people have you know 20 30 years into mm-hmm. this kind of stuff and like i was talking about i didn't grow up hunting so like i started kind of behind the curve so getting in elk has been just this huge hurdle to overcome i'm still kind of in that mindset a little bit i mean i've got two awesome bulls now i've been super blessed mm-hmm. with opportunity and i'm getting to the point where um 
you know, I, I, I can, I'm getting into elk. I'm knowing how they're, you know, how they work and everything and gaining a little bit more confidence, but I'm still nowhere near the point where I think if I turn down this opportunity, another one's going to come. Right. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there looking for a bigger bull and I don't even know what that feeling's like. You know, yeah. because getting that one opportunity is hard enough. So that's kind of where I'm at. I know other people are in different places, but no, I haven't passed up a bull yeah. before. Well, look at the bro guys. They will probably get another opportunity if they fail, and they shoot the first one they shoot. I mean, see. I mean, and if you don't shoot it, you're in the back of the line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I and mean, every guy there is not, <laughs> I mean, you're at the back because you did that. <laughs> like, you, they right. don't feel sorry. Yeah. Like, I they were cooking they won't. dirt on your shoes. Yeah. It's going to be interesting with uh, Steve this year. Yes. So this year will be the first, really the first year that collectively they are going to be passing up bulls. Right. Did collectively, tag? Steve so. drew unit. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say. Uh, Steve drew a very, very highly coveted Arizona tag. Arizona? Zona. Mm-hmm. Really? That's public knowledge. I'm a little jelly. That's, it's yeah. It, really? It, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> like honestly, where they're where they're headed, it's it's essentially like hunting Winnehaw, Mount Emily. Yeah, probably it, bigger. Uh, bulls. Probably probably most yeah. likely bigger. Actually, like we've been talking to Arizona we, Strip area. Probably. I, I don't Ooh, even know or the Reds. Neither confirm mm, nor deny. definitely not the San Carlos. <laughs> but I yes. don't know that is. See you guys and your knowledge. That's where you go shoot a 400, 400 inch bull yeah. that's only like 30 inches wide. <laughs> that's well put. That's super weird. Yeah. But I mean, an actual thing. Do they taste like elk still and everything? They do. Dude, I'm all funny about thing. It. Let's do this. Yeah. Well, I uh, I'm going to Idaho again this year. Cool. Oh, or did you, was that a draw? Not a draw. I'm was actually still a... waiting for the Idaho. They don't draw till freaking July. Hmm. Yes. Well, that's hard. Get your stuff together, how, Idaho. How are you supposed to plan? Exactly. So here's the deal, though. Cool thing about Idaho is you can um, go back during rifle season. No, what's the? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, because I went over there trying to shoot a big mule deer with a rifle, then went back with a bow. Hmm. I'll tell you what. The stuff that I've seen with Idaho, they know how to make money off of people. Yeah, because they give people a lot of chances, and the way they're like they don't overhunt like one area, like how they have quotas and limited yeah. tags to one area. They're able to m- more manage, um, to more manage like that specific area and give a better chance at shooting a bull or mm-hmm. cow or whatever you're after. And you can even shoot two. Mm-hmm. You can shoot two bulls in Idaho. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me and say that. Because I missed not once but twice. So I can't shoot one bull in Idaho. I meant legally. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you I thought you were talking actually. about my ability. <laughs> we have proven that in With a bow or gun? Bow, yeah. Oh, ouch. Yeah, I missed, I missed yeah. a time or two. I'd like to say it wasn't my fault, but it was my bow I was shooting. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I didn't, yeah, it was my fault. I missed twice. Hmm. Two different elk, too. Yeah. So you're going to Idaho? Again, yeah, for mule deer. Mm-hmm. But where we hunted last year, I could have shot a bull multiple days. I mean, like, it's like crap, you know. So, long story short, I didn't even put in for that unit. I put in for a different unit um, that with a gun. If I draw, I have like a one in thirty-six chance of getting it, probably hmm. somewhere around there. 
Probably shouldn't even have said that. Uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> if you know how the work, some I know how draw there. works. Some nerd out there with a pocket protector just yeah. crunching numbers right now. <laughs> so long story short, I'm, try- I'm hoping to go to Idaho for for a really nice bowl, and cool. um, I, I still am looking for my my big mule buck. So um, uh, yeah, I, I'm still looking for a mule deer. Actually, that's I know that's not super high on most people's uh, <laughs> list to shoot a mule deer, but I've actually never killed a mule deer in my life. Really? So, yeah. Really? Yeah, I've never killed a mule deer. Or, uh, or a whitetail. So we're thinking this year about going to Nebraska. Dude, I've passed yeah. up 120-inch mule deer because I'd way rather shoot a 120-inch blacktail. Yeah. That's where I'm at. And I get to hunt them you like late to. season. And I'm... Your, ha- your hashtag blacktail <clears throat> life, huh? I am the best blacktail <laughs> hunter and the worst blacktail killer. Mm, yeah. Like the I can very relate. worst. I can relate. I mean, I, I don't want to take that title from you, obviously, <laughs> anything, but I do feel like I'll I can fight relate. you for that. Okay. Title. <laughs> well, there's, uh, yeah, I plan on Anthony and Shelby both drew the buck tags we had last year, and starting now, I'll work with you guys. If you guys want to kill a big meal buck, we got it figured out. Like we got the area figured out. So, well, big, I big have, is unnecessary. I have I, eleven <laughs> points. Not, you don't you want to put in for this tag. That's then. what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm in no man's land. Yeah. Or no, 10 points now. Or, well, I don't know. Sage is going to the land of the monsters with his uh, second choice over there. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. It just feels good to draw look, a tag, even if it's 100%. We could tell everybody about that tag because we're not hurting anybody's odds. Well, you never know. Well, I, I was going <laughs> to... I wasn't gonna say I was planning on rifle hunting that because that's a really that's a good rifle hunt. It is actually a, a kind of a coveted rifle hunt. Come to find it out. is. Yeah. I have enough. I have enough points to draw that, and I actually called the biologist and was talking to him about it, and he was like, "Ah, we'll say just gonna be there. I don't know. He's probably gonna shoot <laughs> yeah, if there's gonna be a two hundred and fifty inch sage, will find it and shoot it because yeah. he just shoots big stuff. All an yeah. accident. Such yeah. a trophy hunter. Yeah, that's it. That's me. <laughs> Probably off, probably off some guy's porch that he fed since it was a baby. That's yeah. That's what I hear about myself. <laughs> it's, it's impressive. Well, that being said, you found some big bears this year. Oh, I did. Yeah, you did find some big bears. Finally, found some you just monster bears. As far as the trophy hunting go, you didn't shoot one of the monsters though. No, no, I actually shot um, probably no, not the smallest bear we saw but I, I definitely shot one of the smaller bears that we saw this year um a lot of the time like i mean you don't have control of the whole situation you don't have control of you know what people see target acquisition all that stuff when you're hunting with multiple people it's really hard to and you you experienced this year this this year also um just because you see a big bear and it's not that far away doesn't mean you're going to get a bullet in it yeah oh my know? gosh so it can be it can be difficult and even if somebody is really really proficient with a weapon or has experience or whatever if it's go time and you know you see an animal and you're you're trying to find a spot to walk him in from i always try to like find a ridge or a tree line or something and walk him in if you don't nail it the first time a lot of the time that opportunity just slips away absolutely and you're looking at it going i could have shot that thing 30 times but that's because you saw it you know so we had that happen a lot with big bears this year not a lot i mean probably three times this year with big bears um, probably bigger bear than I've actually ever killed. I think hmm. uh, the one was for sure. I didn't see uh, the one that you were you were. I know with. for sure that's the biggest black bear I've ever seen. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah. I mean, I I'm norm. I normally hunt Eastern Oregon. I don't. I don't yeah. normally see 300 pounders just on average walking around. You True. know, it's a lot of 200. Yeah. 180, maybe 220. 
I saw I was with Sage with some people and I I saw a big bear. I don't I don't want to put a number on it. Just well, that's it's funny. Like it's really hard to judge that intermediate bear. A tiny tiny bear, I can tell you, and a giant, I can tell you. Yes, the intermediate yeah. is difficult. But when you see a giant boar with a big old crease in its head, or not even just a boar. I mean, if a big sow. Their their body language, how they move, how they like are just you're so correct. You it's, can tell that's a big bear. There's a hump on its back, and it's got in just, its front legs. It's it sways, and the way that its front mm-hmm. shoulders move, there's like an up and down, and like a yeah. just yeah. a a. Well, and when he stops, his skin keeps moving. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. It, yeah, it just so happened like this. I did not draw a spring bear, and anyone that really knows me knows that I'm a little bit. I just love to shoot yeah. bears. I'm kind of a little bit like Sage when it comes to that. I just every single bear I see, I just, just want to shoot it. But <laughs> well, I shouldn't speak for you. I shouldn't speak for you. But that's the way I am. Like I, I don't know how I am with with bears. Like honestly, I love spring bear season. I love fall bear season. I love the excitement of getting behind the rifle, of walking somebody into a bear. All of it. Like I, the whole thing is just so exciting to me. Then, like. Yeah, I'm definitely addicted to bear hunting, I'm going to have to say. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you can say that. Yeah. Me. So, it was just, I didn't get to uh, hunt bears this year, which I killed him with a camera, which that was dope. And I got to <laughs> uh, take Troy. Um, yeah, that newest, was his first bear. The newest guy with bro. Yeah, and uh, got him a bear. It was super awesome. It wasn't a giant bear. It was beautiful, beautiful. Troy beautiful. got a bear? Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I went to high school and grew up playing ball with that guy. That's what he told me. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, he's like, I haven't seen Garrett Weaver in like <laughs> eight years or something crazy. When I, when I saw him in your guys' booth, I'm like, man, that looks like Troy Paul. And he came over, I'm like, whoa, dude, it's been like over 10 years yeah. since I had seen that guy. It's crazy. Yeah, and he killed a bear this year? Yeah, he did. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was on the uh, the backcountry hunt that we produced. Oh, uh, really? I'll have to go back and look at that. Mm-hmm. Predator series. Yeah. Yep. You guys had a good year this year with the bro crew. Hunting Man, bears. we collectively we crushed. Yeah, as long as yeah. they didn't take me. Any, <laughs> I I am sorry. I should have just turned them down. I saw that video. <laughs> no, guys, yeah. don't take me. Trent almost left you. <laughs> I know he almost left me. Like, uh, yeah, this is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, threw me out of mountain there house. There should be bears like, here. Just, just walk home, I guess. Sage bears and fish with Sage this year was rough. I know. With us guys, but I think it's my attitude. It's just so bad the whole time. It just brings the whole crew mm. down. It's probably what. It and was. it was really <laughs> the bear thing this year was really strange. Um, we talked about. I don't know if we talked about it in the last podcast, but you and I, Sage, have talked about how normally, normally you see a lot of bears, or, or at least more bears. Mm-hmm. And you're out in the woods all the time. I would have to argue that there's not very many people out there that spend as many days in the woods <laughs> hunting for bears than you. So don't tell my wife that. I won't. Everybody t- I won't that tell bear hunts hunts wasn't just like, like this. Wasn't it like 39 days? It was 49. 49, 49 days. 49 yeah. days. So, 49 days. but it was <laughs> really weird hearing how <laughs> not like full days. Not I mean <laughs> evenings count. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. You go. It was really weird hearing how like the guys were seeing all these bears and. It, and it wasn't just in one area. It was like their whole area, mm-hmm. the big yeah, area. Their area know, of operation. The area of operation. They were seeing bears everywhere. Yeah. And later on, you started seeing bears, like as in yeah. the last two days, three days. Mm-hmm. And I, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you're from the Umpqua Valley and you remember the la- that freak snowstorm that we had. Yeah. Well, Sage and I talked about it. We feel like that there must have been something with that snowstorm that caused bears to stay 
late, just something different in their yeah. natural. You know the whole like groundhog. I was theory. just thinking that same yeah. thing. One poked up and said, "Screw this!" Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like. I am called the, his buddies. I'm gonna sit in here another <laughs> four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I am like the least like uh, superstitious person. I don't believe. Like I don't know where they get all this stuff. But the theory, the whole poked out and saw a shadow thing, and like you know kicked it in his hole for a little longer really seemed to play out in the area that I hunt this year. And I, I was thinking like, man, maybe I'm maybe I'm doing something different than I normally do. So mm. I'm like really like doing some soul searching, right? Like what <laughs> am I doing different? And then I, I tried everything. I tried um rethinking life choices. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> like who am I? I tried, you know, predator calling. I tried just sitting in one spot from like noon till dark. Like I know this spot puts out bears. I left six bears in here last year. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I know that six bears are in this spot from last year. And I would sit on it and nothing. And so I'd go find green grass. Like every basically everything that I know about spring bear hunting, I couldn't make it. I couldn't cultivate that opportunity this mm. year. And I started thinking like, ah, oh, maybe it's me, maybe it's me. So I started making some phone calls, which is good. Like you have a good group of friends. Um, we don't all always hunt together. You know, we have our, you know, individual groups of people or, you know, whatever that we do. We but, probably all have our own spots too. Yeah. We yeah. have our, like, yeah. Like, and that's good to have. Yeah, it is good to have. Friends. And, you know, yeah. we all, we all, you know, help each other out and share spots and film and you know, do everything for everybody else. And it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, but it's, one thing that I find beneficial is to be able to pick up the phone and call your buddy who's in a different spot and say, Hey, what's going on? Like, yeah. are you, are you seeing bears? Is it just me? Am I doing something different? And to have somebody on the other end of the line go, Nope, it's not you, man. Not seeing bears. And you go, okay. Yeah. All right. Then we just need to keep going. Basically just need mm-hmm. to just keep grinding and stay after it. I and, think I reached you know. that point in the middle of the season around May when I'm like, what the f? And then I'm like, I gotta get all find out. So I texted you or mm-hmm. called you. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a bad thing to say, but I felt better when you told me I'm not seeing anything. Yeah. No, I was I was glad to <laughs> it hear made from me you feel too. like a success. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm successfully not seeing bears. Yeah. Well, because yeah. you you start doubting yourself, which that little seed of doubt, man, it gets yeah. you every time. Like I I hunted hard hard this year. Yeah. Probably the, harder than I've ever bear hunted. And the worst part about it is, is when you go on Instagram. And it pops up, oh, and yeah. someone's like, passed up nine bears. Hey, hey that's, that's, that's this guys. guy right here. Okay. Yeah. Best and day I'm ever. pointing my finger right at you, Garrett. <laughs> and, and I'm like, damn, where in the frick is he hunting? Yeah. Do you want to know a know. funny story about that? Yes. There's a guy I know who hunts that same spot. Well, he was in the brush on the other side of the canyon. After a season, doesn't bother to get a hold of me or anything. Doesn't listen to the podcast, so he never will know. Doesn't bother to get a hold of me. Saves that video he takes of me with a beautiful 180, 150 pound blonde bear about 100 yards below where we were, where we were glassing that I would have shot. And he's like, uh, so he showed my buddy that I was with. He's like, hey, we saw you and Garrett up there. How'd you do? He's like, oh, yeah, we saw nine up there that he's like, oh, you didn't see this one right here. And so he has a uh, phone scope video. Nice, beautiful blonde bear. And then he, he pans up about 100 yards. And then there's me and him sitting there looking at bears oh my god i was like you bastard oh my god and we get service right there too and i was like ah so yeah that was number 10 that we didn't see that i would have shot i would have shot 180 pounds blonde but mine mine was quite a bit shot at 80 well did you see you saw the color of the bear shot this year (laughs) yeah like a reddish here i'll show you a picture it was a cool bear i saw a picture of it but is it 
it's it's back is like blonde and like transitions to like kind of red down mm. the I had one that was opposite that. The back was red. It looked like a grizzly. Okay. Like a baby grizzly. Yes. That's a I, beautiful I, I bear. I couldn't believe that it was a bear rug. Last what? time I, last time I was in here, I couldn't believe I was like, no way, this isn't a bear. Oh, that one? This one. No, yes. no, no. This is one I saw this year. Oh, oh, it oh. Was oh. A, it was a reddish top and then blonde and then back down to like a dark brown on the legs. I'll show you a picture so of it. So freaking sweet. But, uh, yeah. Sorry, we're busting out our phones right now for the guys that are listening. We're just showing yeah, pictures of blonde. bears. <laughs> pictures. That's Dude. a beautiful bear. That's the one you shot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it, a, it was. This is the color of Troy's bear this year. Yeah. Just as blonde. Oh, yeah. Just as blonde. That's as really pretty. I've never killed a blonde. Bear. <laughs> blonde say, bear. Sorry. Probably say bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I saw one of the biggest sows I'd ever seen this year. Oh, yeah. That was a tank. With yeah. Brandon? Yeah. yeah, with Brandon. That and, was a and, tank. Uh, I, I heard him rack, it, rack the bolt, and then they're all pointing. I'm like, oh, and I felt bad because I had went running up this little skid road to go mm. check a spot, and I'm like, I just spooked a big bear, and now they're... Yeah. Yeah, and then so I ran back down, and then they're like looking at it. I'm like, why aren't you shooting? That's a big bear, and then there's two little footballs following it around. Yep. And this year, all the cubs I saw were... Tiny. I oh, never really? saw. I never saw any first one year cubs. That was last year for me. Yeah, last year they were tiny. All like I small. I probably saw a couple seven or eight pound cubs. Like, oh, all, wow. none of them were over twenty pounds. Wow, like, they were all tiny. I don't know what the deal was with that, but really interesting. I didn't see any like sixty to seventy pound cubs, um, which usually I see a couple every year. Yeah, yeah. That's well. Even you and I last year. Yeah, that one had probably a forty pound cub, fifty yeah. pound cub. Yeah, yeah. In that. That same spot is where I, I put you know I left six bears or seven bears in there. Yeah, that's the spot I couldn't find a bear to save my life. Weren't but, you running into a bunch of people up there this year? I mean, I did. I ran into people everywhere. I should have posted that spot on Onyx on. Yeah. Onyx. <laughs> <laughs> I fish. Go here, dude. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you guys what happened with the the antelope thing that I did on Instagram? Uh-uh. I posted a photo. Oh yeah, yeah. With. All the names and everything blurred out, and I was showing like how Onyx had like changed their color of everything. That's a sweet looking bear. Yeah. I passed that one up at three fifteen. Not very big. He's, he's about a hundred pounds, hundred and twenty five. Uh, he looks bigger in that picture than he really is. That's the picture you show people right there. That's <laughs> yeah. I can Instagram yeah. that thing into a three hundred pound bear. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at a little saturation. <laughs> uh, now you can see how small it is. That's a minute twenty video. But yeah. So go ahead about your proghorn thing. Well, I posted a photo and there was there was like uh, I don't know. There must have been like six people that messaged me back and be like, "Hey, <laughs> I know you're in this unit." I'm like, "How? There is no way." And then they were like, "Well, we just." Scout e scouted that unit so much we know exactly what the map, are you kidding what, me what the peaks and everything look like in there I'm like you've got to be kidding me and they're like no you're in this unit this blah 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 I'm like yep dude I know a guy from your land of the free series where you guys were on xing something on video and he texted me he's like I know where the bro guys are at I was like what and he's like that video he's like I have that and and he sent me um. <laughs> he sent me a picture of his phone and he's like watch the video and compare my phone to their phone oh my gosh yep he knew right where you guys are at so i was like holy crap you can't show anything anymore like no. that that one okay that nine spot bear spot the next time i went in there there was four trucks because of my picture yep yeah four trucks that's, they, that's they figured the, it out because i was pointing across the canyon at some random reprod wasn't so random yeah 
Yep. Yeah. No, I, I, yep. I have, I have that like, kind of stuff happen. It's a bummer. <laughs> I, I'm about I'm about done posting unless it's like me in a bush. Yeah, and I then know. it has to be a very similar looking bush yeah. to every other bush around it's it. Completely generic. Yeah, and when you shoot a, when you shoot something, you can't have it by a log because everyone knows that log. Yep, yep dude, that's yep. that's no joke. That is a legit thing. That's a thing, man. Tell you what, you show me a certain cigarette hunt? butt next to a bush, I <laughs> and I hunt that area. I'll I'll find it, dude. Logs though, logs and clear cuts, man. You think yeah. that they'd be like. Um, you know, a dime a dozen, but dime no, a dozen. No, they're unique. like a snowflake, dude. When yeah. I go there, I'm like, that one is unique, and <laughs> yeah. I will recognize that anywhere because I've stared yeah. at it for so long. Well, a lot of the photos you guys posted this year, I'm like, oh, okay, I know where they're hunting. Oh yeah, at. yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, would yeah. know, you yeah. Would know probably. And then I'm like, okay, so I know not to even go around there because they're not seeing anything. Yeah. At that point. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll so just keep true. hunting where I'm not seeing anything. Yeah. Well, he'll save you a drive. Yeah, really. And he's like, hey, what about going to this spot? And I was like, got it. <laughs> yeah, probably don't. Yeah, uh, I went down there one year. Time. I went down there one year to where the, near the sniper's nest is, mm-hmm. and it's farther south. And uh, it looked really good. We actually saw some bulls in there, and then um, I saw the amount of like tire tracks mm-hmm. going up and down all the roads. I'm like, screw this! Like, mm-hmm. there wasn't any tire tracks where we went, but you could see them going up to where you were mm-hmm. hunting, and it was like, what happened? Uh. I don't know. You know what? This is this is kind of the thing, though. So now that we're on this topic, I don't want to get negative, but no, it's th- a good thing people are out. This this is the thing. Like, it gets to the point where you start questioning, <laughs> as far as like hunting goes, you start questioning: Am I punching tags because I've had an unfair advantage because I know mm. where to hunt, or am I punching tags because I know how to hunt? So what this does, and it sucks. It's it's growth is what it is. Basically, it pushes you mm-hmm. to find new areas, to try new tactics, to get better as a hunter. And it sucks. No growth is easy, you know, especially for me. Like, we've had cameras stolen mm. multiple times in, like, some of our most sacred hunting spots where you're just like, man, if anybody ever found this spot. And then you bump into people and they steal cameras and, you know, they yeah. they do all this stuff and, you know, social media erupts and, like, the spot's blown up and that's that was like a honey hole, right? That's what you had in your back pocket. Now what? Well, now what is you got to get better as a hunter. It's not easy to find spots. It's not easy to, um, you know, kill animals. But I think what a lot of people focus on the most is, you know, how to call elk rather than where to call elk or, or they go to that one spot and they just bank their whole season on it, man. And it's hard to, to, to break away from that and go set game camera somewhere else or go scout somewhere else. When you, still have that spot. That spot's still good. But I will tell you, if you don't do it before that spot goes away, mm-hmm. then you're going to be left empty-handed. Well, that's and that's kind of like the bro motto, right? You don't hunt spots. You hunt mm-hmm. different spots, and you hone your skills as a hunter, yeah. which is something I Very pers- important. personally, yeah. I'm not I'm not up there as far as like being able to do that. I don't, I hunt, as far as blacktail, man, I hunt spots. I've got a tree. I've right. got, yeah, I yeah. know that these blacktail do this. So hunt this areas way. instead of spots? I, well, kinda... they, they say they're, they're all about like literally having an entire map in front of you and being like, okay, so we got north face, north facing slope yeah. here. We've got benches here. We've got water here. This is actually reprod. That's not a good spot. We're going to find thick timber. We're going to hunt this. And they're continually moving spots to where, they don't rely on specific elk to be in this specific yep. spot for them to specifically hunt them when the wind is this way. Yeah. They and that's being a, mm. that's being a 
a good hunter. That, that is honing your skills, I, and that's that's what I'm talking about exactly. True, exactly. And I caught it, and it and that's something that I personally don't do very well, especially for elk. I do because I I don't really have a spot, but for mm-hmm. like blacktail and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm not a blacktail hunter. I either I'm going to shoot one when it walks into the stand because there's bucks there all the time, and it's just a time thing, mm-hmm. or or not. So it's really interesting yeah. on just like specifically for elk being able to do that well i want to bring you back to a point i said and it wasn't like a slap in the face or anything but it it woke me up to my thinking was wrong um i was talking to you about um last year you and i started hunting together for the first time Mm -hmm. and then i'm like we i'm happy to as a good show of faith take you to one of my spots first like dude don't worry about it come down south we'll hunt one of my spots been seeing bears and uh, I'm like, cool, all right, because I haven't uh, had a great year, and you you were having a pretty good year mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. And so we go down and see your spots, and we're talking about you know getting burnt you know by other hunters every once in a while. And then I'm like, I just when I show somebody a spot, I lay out the expectation that if you go there and you hunt there, um, you you need to coordinate with me. You don't need my permission, but you need to coordinate because I'm not wanting to go hunt something after you're done hunting it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know, I've had spots ruined. And then you said something to the point where if I'm relying on one spot, I did not do my job mm-hmm. as a hunter. Exactly. And I'm like, I need to change the way I'm thinking. Because it's hard. Man. Yeah. It's well, hard. That was like, for, that was a wake up point for me. And since then, um, when you told me that, I was like, shit, I'm like relying on like two or three spots mm-hmm. here. And I'm so worried about taking people to them. And you're like, I don't worry about taking people to my spots because that's just going to force me to go find another one and become a better hunter. Well, right. And it's not like I'm taking every, you know, mom and pa and right, right, grandma right. and grandpa and everybody out there, you know, to my spots. That's that's not it at all. But when you do go hunting with somebody, one of our hunting partners or whatever, and, you know, you go out there and you find a spot, there's that point where you got to decide, like, is this person, you know, like, am I going to have this awkward conversation where I say, hey, uh, stay out of this spot that I don't own? <laughs> I am just as much allowed to be here as you are. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, like I've just now shown you this knowledge. Don't use it. Well, no, you can't. Like, I mean, you can, but that's not that that's that's not who I want to be as a person. You know, right. I don't want to be that person. Who I want to be as a person or even as a hunter is somebody who can adapt and move forward. And I don't need other people not hunting for me to be able to capitalize on an opportunity. Mm. And like I said, by forcing yourself to find new spots, by what you're doing is instead of instead of it just being poker and completely random that mm-hmm. you 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 know like oh good nobody was in the spot and I killed a bear now you make it chess because you know about north facing slopes you know about thermals you know about why bears are where you know about why elk are where so you can look at a map and you can go kill an elk and that's what I want to do I'm not there but that's where that's the direction I'm going. Because, like I said, anybody can go shoot one animal in one spot that's basically tied to a tree because it never moves. Like, if right. you know, if you have the knowledge of that, you know, then you can go and capitalize on it. But what happens when that's over? Now what? Who are you now? You know? Right. So I don't want to be the guy that's stuck with that one spot and then the six trucks pull in and I go, well, there's my season. Yeah. And I've been that guy. Yeah. That's how I know, you know. Well, yeah. I've that's, been that guy. That's that's me on a I was really trying to get a lot of people that I grew up with, not a lot of people, but just like friends, family members into hunting. Mm -hmm. Well, where I'm going to take them is where I want them to be successful, Mm -hmm. right? And I want to be successful and I'm the one hunting. And some people came with me when they didn't even, they didn't even have a tag or a license or anything. They're just coming with me to come with me. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to be successful, right? 
so I'm going to where I'm going to be most successful, most mm-hmm. likely. Well, they're with me. They're they have never entered the woods. Yeah. And <laughs> they don't know protocol. They don't know protocol. Yeah. Where do you think they're going to go next season? Mm-hmm. They're going to go right there. So, to me, I started having all these different areas where I would take other people mm-hmm. rather than like my one honey hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's true. So, I see. Yeah. Everybody does I've that. Done that. That's right? we still do. I that don't stuff. care if they know about this. Spot. Yeah. Right. You can go but here. But at the same time, that was a spot where <laughs> they funny. can likely shoot a deer, <coughs> or I was going to shoot a deer, and right. I was fine with them blowing it out because I took many people and they told many people mm-hmm. right and i got so, spots like and, that and and, the, and it blew up and, and it is fine you know but they just didn't know um they just didn't know what they didn't know obviously and so then and since then a couple of them have been like dude totally waxed that spot for you and i was like yeah it's all good he's like and now they're like, well, how do you have any other spots? <laughs> pretty much what they're saying. But I'm like, no, you have to find your own spots now. Like, yeah. I got you into this. You shot a buck. Congratulations. Yep. Now it's time for you to branch off, right? And so yeah. I think, um, I think, as we bring more people into, the, I, I hate saying sport, but bringing people into the sport of yeah. hunting, I think, you know, if you have one little spot that's almost outside the city limits that you know blah 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 and no one knows about it Mm -hmm. obviously don't take that person there number one because they may not know what they're doing and they might trespass but just like get them into the woods in an area where they're going to actually be able to probably succeed you know but they're also going to have to work for it right well you're teaching people how to hunt like the the whole thing like was it like give a man a fish feed him for a day kind of thing it's the same thing with hunting like if you take somebody to you know and this happened to me you know, somebody took me to this awesome spot and I got this really, you know, close opportunity on a buck and it didn't work out. But like all of a sudden my view of hunting is this way. Like you go out and it's easy and it's like this. And <laughs> and then like reality hit yeah. that I didn't know what the heck I was doing the next time I went out in the woods. Yeah. And then they start craving that spot. You're like, oh man, if I could just go back there to that one yep. spot. Cause that's it's like a where drug. it is. That's yeah. where, you know, the magic happens. But really, when you teach somebody, and like I'm still learning, I'm nowhere near like the scholar. I probably am, you know, trying to sound like I am. But I want to be able to go out in a, you know, uh, your average environment. That doesn't have to be some crazy target-rich environment or some crazy draw tag, mm-hmm. and be able to cultivate an opportunity based on knowledge and experience versus based on, you know, the the awesome ace in the hole honey hole. Which a lot of people say I'd rather be lucky than good. Mm-hmm. Not I don't want to be lucky. I don't want to be lucky because you can't duplicate luck. Luck won't happen again. Mm. You know, unless you're really lucky. <laughs> I don't know. I've never, I guess I've <laughs> never been. I've never been really lucky. So what I want, I want something sustainable. You know what I mean? I want to. I want to be able to go out and like I'm not trying to kill the biggest bull, buck, or bear in the world. I just want to be able to go out and be consistent and and do what I'm supposed to do and have it work. Basically you know, play the game the right way Mm -hmm. and have it work and know what's going on. And you'll never know completely. There are variables, there are wild animals, you know, conditions change, but I want to do my job as a hunter and get to that point rather than like hang on Mm. these spots. It's really hard, man. Cause I mean, we have some spots that are like, well, you know, like, of course I'm going to go here, but if this gets blown out, I have to have a plan B. I need right. to have other areas or something. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard pill to swallow because you know it, it things only last so long. 
I take those opportunities as times to learn new area. Like when I got fogged out over this this year, I got fogged out a couple mm-hmm. times because I was hunting on the coast this year for bear, and it forced me to go hunt areas I didn't want to go hunt. And I saw three bears in an area that I didn't. I I drove past it. Yeah, and so I got more area thanks to that conversation we had last year. I've I could hunt for a week and never hunt the same unit again. And, yeah, and I feel good about where I go now. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how many square miles I've I've expanded my range, but yeah. It's 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 really interesting that what you're going over. Bro and I had bro guys had a, uh, the same conversation, kind of. And you're doing a really good job of explaining it. The way that we were talking about it was like, you know, we're all getting dealt the same cards. We all have to deal with fire season. We all have to mm-hmm. deal with other hunters on public land. Mm-hmm. A, a, what a, a good hunter does is they make the best out of that hand and they win. Like they will, yeah. they don't maybe the get chess dealt. match of it. Yeah, yeah they, they don't see get the dealt. pieces moving. They they can they're good enough hunter to read. Okay, well, yeah. Fire pressure here. People are going to be entering here. They're yep. going to be doing this. You know, when they're not going to check the wind, and there's going to be a bunch of elk in this pocket yep. down here, and psh, head down there. And exactly. Shoot a bull. Yeah, the burrow guys aren't getting dealt better hands. There's a reason no. they're filling their tags, and uh, that's I learned that the hard way when I was learning from um, a guy I'm going to get on the show here soon. He's my elk hunt mentor. I talk about him all the time. And uh, I'm like, why are you, you know, how? And he basically used the poker reference. I'm like, okay, that makes a lot more sense to me. He's like, I create my own opportunities. Yeah. I don't wait for them to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I was like, that's really interesting. But, uh, yeah, and that defines the bro guys, and that defines chasing Moby, you know, or Sage, or who, whoever you are at this that, time. I don't know. Who am I? Who, who do I identify? I don't know who, <laughs> who I, who I identify as. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, culti- cultivating an opportunity based on, you know, experience and knowledge. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the name of the game. And I'm not saying that I'm not going to take advantage of an opportunity that walks in my lap. Yeah. But to be able to go out with a purpose, capitalize on the opportunity that you knew was going to happen or that you were planning on having happen. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying like it's ever, you know, perfect. Like I was talking to Trent the other day and he's like, oh, so how? I was like, well, I just, you know, I bugled and he screamed and came right in. He's like, oh, yeah, of course he did. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. It's never like that, you know. Yeah. But to have the experience, you know, in the woods and to be able to capitalize and to be able to like maybe in like you hear, um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Mendel or Paul, I think it is. He's the, the elk, elk guy, man, dude. Yeah. 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 He talks about um, calling an elk that don't want to be called in. And like his his strategy is very interesting and I've listened to it quite a bit, but you know, to be able to like change an elk's mind basically, like, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's an exact science. Some people want to say it is. Um but oh, you I just do give believe three chuckles, yeah, and exactly. Then yeah. A scream and then but a bark. <laughs> I do believe experience in the woods um in those uh situations. Um, having had failed or won in the past is going to give you an edge and you're going to be able to to make this run-of-the-mill opportunity work for you because you've been in that situation mm-hmm. before. So That's a really good point. That's and El- Elk Nut guy, I haven't had him on the show. Maybe I should get him on the show. I've heard a lot of really good things about that guy. I, I Yeah, I, I listened to a bunch of different podcasts with him and stuff and he's very excited. Guy, I will he, say, he sounds very excited. He's, he's very about passionate. Just, yeah. About he's just Elk Nut, which is very passionate about. So why he's so successful at elk hunting? Yeah, Gotta dude's a grinder. Him and his son, his son kills some elk too. Yep. Yeah. So with the uh, with the draws this year, are you guys doing any out of state stuff? I might. I don't know yet. I'm not sure. I'll probably go to Nebraska um, at some point. I don't know which end of the season, but I'll mm. probably go to Nebraska with Elliot, and uh, I might might dip into Idaho. We'll see. 
I mean, if like the skies open and you know the stars <laughs> align and I shoot a bull early, which I it's very unlikely, especially since I'm in the back of the pack already. I've killed a bull two years in a row, so I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be like they probably won't even let me bring my bow. I'd probably be just dedicated cameraman <laughs> collar. But um, if somehow I end up shooting a bull early uh, in Oregon, I'm sure that I'll end up in Idaho chasing some form of elk around the mountains. That'll be cool. Cool. I will be lucky if I get a tag just just to hunt elk. Because you're filming again? Yeah. I mean, um, which is t- totally cool with me. But um, thinking about maybe doing an Idaho rifle hunt after the whole series, after the guys are done. For deer or elk? For elk. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We'll see. There might be a chance for me to hunt um, – for myself, like during the middle of everything, and I don't, I don't know though. I, I shouldn't. I'm not counting on it. Huh. But uh, yeah, this is the most busy year I've I've ever had for hunting. I was planning on doing a couple week long hunts, but now I'm gonna have to try and get it done on the weekends. Yeah, because um, Kim drew an antelope tag when she did. Shouldn't have. You're not bitter, right? Because you I'm look a, a little bitter. I, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> she's like, is that a good thing? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's good. You know, like, you're like luckiest person in the household right now. But um, so we're going to go do that. And that'll be five or six days, four days probably. And then um, uh, I got invited to go on a, on a hunt down in California, which was totally unexpected. And so hopefully I can do that. That's another four days of vacation. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of time right there, and I haven't even got to regular general season yet. Yeah. Or Idaho. Yeah. So I don't know how it's going to work out. It's going to be a cool year, though. I'm really hoping to have a repeat of last year get done. Well, yeah. Like o- opening weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm re- I'm really hoping to if, shoot, if lightning a, strikes shoot twice, a bull really quick. I'm really right hoping to just have a weapon in my hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I got lucky last year. It was definitely was uh that's one of those years I, where dude, I, honestly, luck was on my side. I was super pumped for you. I was, I was super pumped for yep, you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It was uh no, might have almost shed a tear. <laughs> dude, I know the feeling. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't only because of how many times it went south. Like, oh, I missed. Oh, I hit a branch. Oh, I hit it really good. It's dead in 50 yards for sure and then it like disappeared on me. I was like, okay, so I got excited after I found it. Yeah, that's so. If you watch me on film, uh, there's a spring bear hunt, uh, 2016, uh, on our channel. I shoot this bear, and uh, Carrie is just, you know, yelling mm-hmm. and screaming, "Dude, you dumped it!" <laughs> and I am like completely not ignoring him, but like I don't believe it yet. I'm like I'm waiting for this thing to get back up. Yeah, and he's like dude, you dumped it. And I'm like, I, I don't know. So I rack another round in and I'm still behind the rifle. And I was like, ah, I think it's getting up. And he's like, no man, it's just rolling. He's like, it's got a white patch on his chest. <laughs> and you hear me in like the most like mundane, unenthused voice go, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's because I've counted my chickens before they've yeah, hatched. I you know, know what I mean? Like I've, I've been that excited guy and then the bear gets up and runs off, yep. and, you know? So like I'm, probably overly cautious um and quite underexcited until i actually have my hands on that yeah. thing so i know that i know what you're talking yeah, about I, i'm like that with elk and bears mm-hmm. and it's like man you know let's let's party after yeah uh, yeah hold the celebration yeah. well it's kind of like that one bull you guys chased all over the mountain who is that casey or b shot 
And yeah, it was that was like, that oh, was year it. number one. That was before I was there, but that was <laughs> that was BMAC, yeah. Yeah, and then it went all over the mountain. Tell you what, that was a, oh man, that track job on that bull. Holy smokes, was impressive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was it even a track job by then? Or was it like just straight gritting hard Dude, by that it, point? It was I mean, I wasn't there. No, but yeah, from I know, what I from what I gathered, it was just like it was just God. Like Yeah, no joke. <laughs> like here you go. Credit where credit's due, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that luckier and good thing that we uh Yeah. It's yeah. nice when it goes the other way. I think yeah, definitely God's been looking out for me. I think he's been feeling sorry for me or something the last couple of years. Huh. It's like, here you go, buddy. Well, it's like it's like when you put in enough time, it's like steelhead fishing. The first two years we went steelhead fishing, side drifting and everything. We'd never done it when I was like 10 years old. Didn't hook a fish, I don't think. And then on the third year, it was fish on, fish on, fish on. Like something switched. It's like, okay, now you put in enough time. Fish God's like, okay, we'll give him some fish. And so it's now like, you can see where well, I'm you, at. I'm you at my spend enough time. Whether your line's in the water or you're in the woods, if you just spend enough time mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. you will eventually see success. Number yeah. one, just because you're, you just got time out there. It just takes yeah. time in the woods, on the water, whatever it is. Yeah, it's like so. Thanos. You know, it's inevitable. I don't know Avengers reference. Sorry, yeah, I'm a nerd. I didn't. I don't know, dude. That was that one was <laughs> going over my head. I'm not gonna Did lie. it really? Yeah. You guys didn't see Endgame? No. No. Oh. No, I don't now I look like a freaking nerd. Yeah, you are. It's okay. <laughs> He's over there. Hey, we were talking about Black Ops earlier. Don't knock it, you guys. Don't tell people. <laughs> yeah, don't. Let's not. Let's skip that period in our lives. Oh, Might have man. played some period. I'm still playing once. Black Ops. Really? Still every every once in a while, yeah. I, I got like. Sometimes I'll have like a couple <laughs> hours in in a month. I can I can spend on it. But that's funny. I don't yeah. have any time to spend on video games. <laughs> no, me not anymore. I, as a matter of fact, I have like 13 videos I need to edit. A couple I need to film. Yeah. A YouTube channel that hasn't had any content, unfortunately, in like two weeks. My fault. A hundred percent my fault. My channel is, outside of podcast, it's been like two months since I Dude, uploaded. you've been oh, cranking out of the podcast, man. Yeah. Two to three weeks. Yeah, this week it's four because I had that bonus episode with Bob. But um, uh, When are we doing? I saw your post today. When are we doing the, the uh, broadhead testing? You have a, a date for that? Oh, snap. Yeah, do you? Uh, well, I invited myself on on that one so i'm like hey uh third wheel right here mind oh for that for that if i squeak in yeah oh gotcha so yeah. I, I invited myself in on that one yeah um, so Wes, you can take it so the broadhead test i'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to just like gear and performance and stuff and you're, last, a, high, you're a high performance guy <laughs> that's why if you want to say that uh, i do so but his pants very high high performance Dude, these, he's ready yeah. to Run and party. <laughs> I perform shoes on. I was going to say what these remind me of, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> Justin Bieber. <clears throat> no. Oh. Um, uh, no, we're, I am trying to get, my goal is 75 different broadheads. My goal was 30, so you're very ambitious. Well, 75 broadheads in three categories. So total oh, 75 of three. Okay. So whether that's 20... In, so the, the three categories are replaceable blade, fixed blade, and expandables. So obviously replaceable blades are replaceable. Fixed blade is literally just a solid piece, yes, and expandable is expandable. Mm, yeah, these ones. Yep. And um, so I, I mean, I'm I am my goal for this, and I want this to be a series. I want this to be like three videos, and then God, it would have to be more with seventy five heads. Well, if you only had 20, let's say you had 20, let's say you had 25, 
25 for one video. Well, let's do 30. Oh, for one video? Yeah, 25 for one video, 25 for the next, and 25 for the next. That's a lot. Does that, it's a lot. Does that math out? Yeah, that, I don't math very hard. That's uh, 75. Okay, then 25, 50, 75. Yeah. That's why I keep you around, dude. Just saying. Yeah. I, I want it to be like the <laughs> most comprehensive broadhead test series that it ever, is there's some interesting broadheads this year and it's gonna yeah. it's gonna make more sense what? yeah i know i it's sent gonna, you a, a, a crazy dude, dude one. i sent him back wtf lol <laughs> i was like this head is i won't even i won't even tell the name of the head but it was like where did you find that in the annals of our archery dude, i've been broadheaded hard <laughs> been broadheaded on the gram well dude and this year it's this gonna be it's gonna like be even more important because this year obviously we can use expandables here in oregon so a lot of people have a lot of questions and yeah. you know what there's been broadhead tests before there's been you know you know different random broadhead tests before but me personally i don't know about mm. the whole mechanical thing yeah. i don't know like i've never it's never even been on my radar because I'm from here specifically. So I didn't. I never paid any attention to what I, anything else was. I doing. went so far of thinking into this <laughs> broadhead test that I called Troy Hellman at Benchmade and said, "Hey, what can I measure? Do you have a tool that I can measure yes. blade retention? Yeah, and blah, blah blah. You you gave me the idea, and I called him, and he goes, "No, but there's this th- deal where you can <laughs> measure the the." To the grain, how many grains it takes to like cut um, the breach factor. The br- it's basically like a push cut. Yeah, like how- yeah, yep. yeah. And so that's the only test I know of that would work. That's what I'm gonna get on my bosses to try and buy. It's like gonna be like 280 bucks. That's it. I figured yes. it'd be thousands. No, it's like 280 bucks. Oh, I would and buy I that. I called this company. Uh, out of Arizona, and they have it. And I was telling the guy what I was looking for. He's like, "Yeah, there's actually broadhead manufacturers that use this the Iron Will that we sell them to." So, anyways, yeah. yeah, that's where I got the idea. I was watching an Iron Will video a long time ago, and gotcha. he's like, "Yeah, ours is like 50 percent less uh, breach resistance or whatever." I'm like, "That's a good broadhead test. That's something you can see, tangible, tangible. Yeah, it's not opinionated. It's it is what it is." And my ideas for the for the test were we were already on the same page, me, you, and Cody. Because Cody's like, I was thinking of ballistics, gentlemen. Like, Shit, you took the word out of my mouth. Like that was something I was mm-hmm. wanting to do. Um, you and I were a big fan of the cardboard test, which I think out of all the tests we did, that that told me the most about the broadheads. Yep. Because the layers of cardboard, you shed those away, you could see how long it took for each mechanical to open, and uh, I think that was really valuable. And then also what the cutting diameter was per the actual distance it travel right, right, right. so yeah because they, they have to they have to enter deploy before yeah. so like a two inch cutting yeah diameter yeah rage and or something. so but in my experience all the commercials tv whatever whatever mm-hmm. for a mechanical broadhead you're supposed to get this massive cut mm-hmm. entrance right right it's not supposed to enter and then right right well i got a message from like actually two different mechanical broadheads saying that um, we actually need to put like some sort of something in front of the cardboard to, get to it give to it deploy. a chance to deploy. I'm like, well, is it not the same? Like, if I put something in front of the cardboard, it's just going to be another thing. Like, right? Well, I, I you know. have you have a barrier, your your beginning barrier, which would be the skin, right? And so the cardboard is basically acting as your skin. They're just trying to shed the uh, test in their favor, and I don't blame them. You know, I, I mean, I don't blame them, but 
cut on contact goes a long ways. A, a fixed blade goes a long ways. And that's a, one of the areas that they're going to have to catch up on. Now, on that turkey, my entrance wound had a big-ass cut. It deployed quick enough. So I, I, I understand why they're saying it. I don't agree with, with that on their end because that's they're just trying to shed their product in the best light. Right, right, which, which is understandable. understandable. It's just like, to me... A yeah. real-world situation is it needs right. to deploy on these stacks of carbon. Anyways, yeah. so, um, yeah, if you're listening to this, there, I am, my vision for this is the most epic three-part broadhead series. It, it will be the most comprehensive broadhead test ever done, period. Right, because I, one broadhead test to rule them Well, all. we're going to have, um, and I can show you my whiteboard, we're going to have a huge, like, playoff-style bracket. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, and we're gonna oh, try sports and, ball bracket, yes. kinda, and then For eventually, I don't know how we're gonna. The details are still being worked out. Yes, but but I like the bracket idea too. Yes, the bracket idea, and then yes, and then at the end of it, Trent, Cody, and I and uh, Garrett are gonna decide which head we want, which might not be the winner because we're we all kind of like different things um, in a broadhead. Yeah, like Trent likes the opposite of what I like. Same here. And, so it's just it's it's gonna be pretty cool, um, and the goal is to not tarnish anyone's broadhead or talk bad about anyone's broadhead. That's the last thing that we're trying to do. We're just trying to figure out. Right. We're just trying to figure stuff out, and we're just trying to. Everyone talks about you got to shoot this broadhead. You got to shoot this broadhead, and then and then when we have a broadhead test and we don't include their favorite broadhead, well, mm. you didn't include this one. Well, we're gonna try to include them all now. <laughs> well, so, it's gonna be the most. I'm already like trying to figure out how I can budget for the ones that I'm going to be providing because it's like I got probably f- 50 comments like that on Instagram about what heads to try, like the Cayuga or whatever. Yeah, I'd never even heard of that until today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what, I got two. What a about couple. the toxics? Yeah, I, dude, I oh, played yeah. with those. I've already seen those used on deer. They're devastating on deer. They are devastating on deer. I killed a deer and an elk with a toxic. Did you really? No way. Yes, I did. Toxic? No yes, way. Yes, I yeah. did. Dude, dude it I was just like playing a, with one today. It looked like a 50 cow got sent through that thing. Yeah. Just, no way. Did it pass through? Yeah. What? Passed no. through. Jeez. Double lung. You think you know something. Well, my, yeah, my buddy, he, yeah. Same thing on his deer. It was a spike blacktail, so it wasn't a big body deer or anything, but devastating. I, I got a comment. I posted a picture of a fork and horn I shot, and I said, or a picture of an arrow, actually, and I said it was the only pass-through <laughs> that year, and somebody piped up, and they're like, yeah, that's what happens when you shoot fork and horns. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Oh, that's a good one. Zinger. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Annihilator is going to be in there for the guys that are listening. Um, I, I reached out to the patrons, and I'm, and I'm going to buy those ones first, because they're, they, you know, I'm basically... That's what the patrons are paying for. They want to pay for what they want to see. So I'm going to make sure we get. I get those broadheads for them first. The Cayuga, Kai, the hell you pronounce it? Cayuga, Cayuga, Cayuga. They're like they're like a pilot, a pilot cut is what. Yeah, called, well, one of them looks like a like a kudu slash helix. Yeah, is that the Cayuga? That's the Cayuga. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, we're we might as well just do that one versus the helix versus the Cayuga. Versus the yeah, well, it, it's going to depend on how many broadheads we get. To yeah. be honest, like, so we'll use like, okay, maybe two blades going to be a maybe whole, just, maybe just just two yeah. blades will be. It's going to hundred percent depend on these broadhead manufacturers um, kicking out some stuff. Is what it's going to depend on. If and, we, yeah, and I, it's I have I today personally messaged over fifty broadhead manufacturers. Hmm. If someone message, if someone commented 
a broadhead manufacturer on the Instagram post on Born and Raised when I posted it and said, tag your favorite broadhead manufacturer, I messaged every single broadhead manufacturer mentioned in that post, and there was 320-some comments. Really? Yep. Well, it sucks is that you have so many different categories because replaceable blades, G- G5 just came out with a new one, which I'm getting. Um, that's one of the ones I'm going to be getting. Um, which one are you looking at there? Yeah, I'm getting one of those. Um, yeah, uh, I won't even use that name. But, yeah, I'm getting um, ones I haven't even heard of that I would never use for hunting, but people want to you know, people want to see them. Yeah. Um, we're also having some repeat offenders. We're having uh, Bone, I think, back on. Yep. <coughs> Kudu. We tested a bunch that were Toothy Arrow is going to find their way back onto the test. So um, people were really interested in seeing the Annihilator versus the Tooth, which I don't understand. I don't, it's not even close to the Why? same thing. One's cast, one's machine to metal. Yeah. And then, like, a lot of people are talking about Iron Wills. A lot of people are talking about the Day 6 Evos. The Day 6. A lot of people are talking about... Um, I want right. to see the Iron Evos Will. versus the Iron Wills head-to-head. Iron Wills. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to... I'm going to reach out to a few of my Curious buddies that, that are in the broadhead industry. Yeah. And, like, help, help me come up with a way to have, like, a leak test. Like, how do we do that? that how do we have a leak s- test? The gallon jug thing, it's just there's there's variables with that. There's too many there's variables. There's too many variables with a gallon jug. Like you shoot the gallon like high or low, but then like if you shoot it too close, the expandable doesn't have time to you know what I mean? It's too fast. So it's like well, that's the expandable's fault for well, being the Maybe it is, but it's just like <laughs> how do we compare apples to apples, everything? So, I mean I could shoot we could what well, we I mean we could do it because I, I could put something up um, on my chrono right in front of it that would deploy. That's what we're talking about as well. We're going to chrono everything at 15 to 20 yards to see how much drag a broadhead produces. Yeah. So we're going to shoot at the chrono with field points and get to get our common, like 289, whatever it is, feet per second. It's 3,000 out of my boat. <laughs> I'd be interested yeah, in shooting 100-yard you. uh, yard groups with broadheads. And see the how only much thing, is it then the, the only thing is the shooter's going to have to shoot, obviously. Well, tw- we'll, 20, make, we'll make Cody do it. Yeah, we'll you know, have <laughs> Cody shoot it. But, I mean, I mean, he can shoot groups. But Oh, yeah. Um, You'd have to shoot. Are we, are we using day six arrows? Because all the arrows have to be the exact same, yeah, too. Yeah, it'll be. Um, yeah, it'll, it will be. Oh, God. We're using day six, which is going to be not cheap. I've got some day six right there. We're going to have the arrows covered. I'm excited about this freaking test. I'm Dude, super I, excited I, to even I, be a part of I it. I am super excited about this as well. Yeah. It's going to, yeah. I think this is going to be one that people talk about for generations. Generations. That's, what you're, that's the word you're Honestly, for. like when people talk about, like, <laughs> I picture this as being like when someone's like, dude, you got to shoot this head. Well, I saw it on the Born and Raised video and it, this yeah. blah, 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 blah. Like, and then obviously let them come up with their own. That's what I want. I want. I don't want to tell people what to think. I want to show them yes, how to think. Exactly. Let's teach them. Let's. My goal. I've been su- starting to say this on the podcast. I want to start creating a better consumer. A more, yeah. a more, a, a more knowledgeable. That if they see a product, they call bullshit on a product that deserves to be called BS on because they're like, okay, that's not going to work, or that's sketchy as hell, or why are you doing that when you know that this is that or something? You know, I know I'm being very general there. But I'm not trying to call anybody out personally, but I can think of a few broadheads that came out this year already that I've already had messages saying these 
blew up on us in our testing, like blew up on us. And we have those coming in our tests, by the way. Oh, I'm, cool. I'm keeping that <laughs> to myself because I don't want to influence anybody in the testing, but um, anybody else in the testing with their opinions. So, but yeah, I mean, we, I, the creating a better consumer, I think overall is going to lead to less animals lost, more accuracy, and just honestly, people getting better as a whole in the archery community. Yeah. So. Same, same. Slam. Pow. This is a good one. Yeah. And hopefully guys can, can watch that video. It's like I said, it's going to be because you have the scout look guys that do broadhead videos, but I, I think it's got some scout look guys on YouTube. Hmm, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of their, their reviews. Cause I just, I like what we're going to do better. Obviously. Oh, okay. Cause cool. I'm biased probably. Well, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I just uh, I just want to make it as comprehensive and as yeah. I don't want people to be saying that we're favoring anything, and I don't want to burn any bridges, and I want to just have a sweet broadhead competition. Well, I I want to give a shout out to somebody that I know probably won't perform as well as a lot of the other broadheads. Alan Broadheads, they reached out to you guys. Yes, they did, and they Alan offered broadheads. to send send you guys some funny heads. thing. Uh, Shed Crazy, you're probably not listening to this, but if you are, Ben, <laughs> he tagged Alan Outdoors for the broadhead thing, and I said I'm going to DM every single yeah. broadhead manufacturer, and I messaged them, and they were one of the quickest responders, yeah. I will say. There's over 50 messages that have not been read from us to broadhead manufacturers, not right. that we're you know, cool and everyone has to read our messages, but nonetheless, Alan Broadhead was like, sure, we'll do it. Yeah, Send us your info. Send it to them. All right, we'll have a cup. They said a couple, so cool. Well, I like that because they're willing to throw themselves out there, and we're competing them with eighty dollar, hundred and twenty dollar broadheads. Which in the video we have to state this isn't apples to, to apples on some of these broadheads here because this is a budget broadhead, and this is somebody that ha has money to spend. So oh, yeah. there, there's definitely this a difference. Is there. straight off of Bymart, and this one is you're looking at like ninety dollars. An arrow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 13 hours of machine work, basically. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, not 13 hours, but yeah. yeah. And I basically, got, like a whole lot of time, yeah. you know, hand sharpening a lot of I these. got I got the 125 gray muzzies um, requested, and I've mm -hmm. already got some from the uh, Budget Bow series, and these are brand new. So, I mean, we're testing them all. I mean, really. Yep. So, but, anyways, guys, well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Any uh, closing thoughts, wisdom? I'm good. It was good to sit down with you guys yeah. and chat about stuff. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you for coming on the show. I could always use you guys on the content, on the podcast, and uh, it's always fun talking to you guys. Yeah. So, and uh, I might, we might have to have you come up for for the Broadhead contest, or a contest, competition. Hit me up, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm around. Okay. <laughs> I'm we'll a, do it. extremely available. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ext I'm extremely available. <laughs> so, all right, fellas. Well, you guys have a good one. All right. See you, buddy. Have a good see night. All right, guys, that's this episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening. If you want to still become eligible for my next giveaway, it's going to be the newsletter giveaway. So all you have to do is sign up at www.onpointpodcast.com. 
sign up. Just give me your email, and that will get you entered in the giveaway. Uh, right now, the uh, the first newsletter, newsletter should come out in July, early July, and that is going to be uh, basically just keeping you guys up to date with what I have coming up for projects, podcasts, YouTube videos, and then also have uh, cool discount codes, exclusive offers with uh, companies that I believe in. Right now, we have a offer with uh, Jimmy Tarps, so you can go to www.jimmytarps.com and enter code on point one zero all one word on point 10 and that will get you 10 percent off your order through jimmy tarps and uh great guy great company great family and uh really great product and i'm really looking forward to using their stuff their system in idaho this year so that's on point one zero all one word to get your uh discount offer through them and that should be good for another month so outside of that guys appreciate you listening to the uh, podcast and i'll see you on the next one Bye.